Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This podcast is about your future. What if the next years of your life can be the best years of your life? When full-time work becomes optional, you'll have the time to do all the things you've always wanted to do. If only you had the time. And soon you will. But to make the most of it, you'll need to be well-prepared. And that goes well beyond your financial planning. Each week, your host, Joe Casey, is inviting you into conversations with his guests to bring you insights, inspiration, and practical ideas to design your new life. A life you'll build around what matters most to you and on your own terms. Let's get started. If you're planning for retirement, you also need to be planning for longevity and mindful of the lifestyle choices you're making. Today, one of our previous guests is rejoining us to talk about his new book, Mike Drack, and the book is Longevity Lifestyle by Design, which he's giving away for free. You can find a link in the show notes. Mike Drack is an author, public speaker, and recognized authority on the non-financial aspects of retirement. After having spent 38 years in the financial services industry, Mike retired and personally faced what he calls retirement shock. During that time, Mike found himself on a journey of self-discovery and authored two other best-selling books on retirement, Victory Lap Retirement and Retirement Heaven or Hell. Mike is a senior contributor at Booming Encore and dedicates his time to helping other retirees design a fulfilling, meaningful retirement lifestyle for themselves. And if writing a third book wasn't enough this year, he's also training for the Ironman in Mexico in November. Mike, thanks for joining us again. Oh, my pleasure, Joe. I look forward to chatting with you again. So before we get into retirement, you've been training for a big event coming up next month. How's it going? It's the hardest thing. Well, maybe not because writing a book was hard too, but it was the craziest idea I've ever had. It was an important idea, though, because I wanted to get my health back. I was on the wrong trajectory. I gained a ton of weight uh, writing three books after getting pushed out of my banking job and suffering from retirement shock. And my blood pressure was through the, the roof. And there were a lot of bad things happening. I was concerned. And I said, well, I need to do something. I need to do it now. I don't want to wait any longer because people, friends of mine were, were passing away in their late 50s, early 60s. And I saw this and I said, I got to take the bull by the horns and do something. So I thought, why not train for an Ironman? Sure, I could do it. And I didn't realize how tough it was. I figured I could do it in 10 months because we were getting past the pandemic here. 
the pool started to open in April. And I said, sure, why not? I can do this. So I rode my first 20K and I almost threw the bike in the ditch. And I said, I'm not doing this. <laughs> but I stuck with it and I'm getting close. And the race is November 20th. And it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. But really, the goal that I was after is achieved. I got my health back. My blood pressure is 120 and below. That's great. I was 160 plus, right? I've lost weight. I feel better. I have a better attitude and life's looking pretty good, but it's hard. You got to take this thing seriously. Well, hats off to you and best wishes. on. on Thank you. So why do people fail at retirement? I believe it's just they have the wrong beliefs about retirement. They don't fully understand what's coming their way. Many people think it's just a financial situation. If you have enough money, you're going to have a great retirement. And that's not true. Many people think transitioning to a successful retirement be easy. Like what can be hard about retiring? But it's one of the hardest things you can do. And it's one of the most stressful events that, that you'll go through too. People don't realize that. People think when they retire, all their problems are magically going to go away. Well, guess what? They don't. As a matter of fact, you can have even more problems. And that's what concerns me. I read about the great resignation, all these people bailing into retirement early. And I'm going, I don't know. You better, you better think this thing through. And I expect a lot of these people will come back out of retirement because they're going to find out it's, it's not right for them. You have to put a lot of thought into it. you got to educate yourself. And you have to prepare. And preparing takes a long time if you want to do it right. Because the decisions you make about retirement are going to impact the next 30, 40 years of your life. So you want to get it right or you're going to have problems. And who wants to be miserable for 30, 40 years, Joe? I don't want to. <laughs> Definitely not. So I've read all three of your books. And this recent one, Longevity, Lifestyle by Design, really, I think, hits the mark and, and really talks about a lot of things that aren't really focused on as often as it should be, in my opinion, in retirement. What's the connection between lifestyle choices in retirement and longevity? Well, research has shown, and this really kind of woke me up when I read the research, that longevity is impacted by 80%, up to 80% by your lifestyle choices, which means two things is we can control how long we're going to live. Well, we can reduce risk. No, there's always going to be a black swan event that might hit Maybe you get hit by a car or you get cancer or something like that. But we really can mitigate the risk and really increase the odds of us living a long and happy life. And so when I knew that, I said, wow, okay, this is when I have to start looking at that and start planning for it. And that was, again, one of the reasons why I decided to attempt this Ironman thing. One of the things is get healthy again, right? You know, health is so important. And then I, I list seven other inputs that will increase your chances of living longer and better than most people. So I was very excited when I saw that thing. And then I noticed that a lot of these bad things are reversible. And that was music to my ears. So I, I think it's important work. So when you hear complaints from unhappy retirees, what are they focused on compared to happy retirees? The unhappy ones are frustrated because they can't satisfy their fundamental needs. And in the book, I go through the fundamental needs. We all have the same fundamental needs. The only difference is, uh, is the intensity of some of the needs will be different amongst different people. But, you know, we all have a, a need for financial security. 
But some people can get by living in an apartment and drawing down on Social Security. I couldn't live like that. I need to have uh, enough uh, retirement assets to allow me to sleep at night. And I want to live in my own home and things like that. So these are the differences we have to account for. And there's other things, too, that you know, I woke up to this, that my work delivered, satisfied a lot of these fundamental needs that I had, right? So I have a need to, for identity. And even when you retire, I don't want to be referred to as he's retired because that doesn't mean anything to me. I want to be known as a, maybe an author, maybe hopefully as an Iron Man, as a, a public speaker and things like that. And I keep evolving and coming up with new identities as I go forward, too. So I used to be a retirement coach, and I retired from that recently, as, as we talked about. And I'm moving into different things. But I need identity. I need a, a source of socialization. It's so important. I used to get it at work because I would hang out with what, fellow workers. I would hang out with my clients, and we would talk about things. But when you retire, that's gone. You leave that behind. You have to find a way of replacing that. And then I have a need for growing, learning experiencing new things, taking risks. That's important to me too, getting out of my comfort zone. I have a need for achievement. I have a very strong need for achievement. I have to set goals and I, I like to hit them. It's important to me. And one of the, the strongest needs I have that really kind of came out is I love helping people. And that's what I'm doing now. And when I help people, it makes me feel good. And that's what life's all about. And when you feel good and you're happy, you're going to live longer than most. So that's the key. But we never think about these things because the, the banks say, focus on the money. It's all about the money. No, it's not. It's all about sitting back and resting and taking it easy and playing safe. No, it's not. Some people can get by that way. You know that. But others like you and I, we need to do things. We need to keep experimenting and in challenging ourselves, or we're not going to be happy. So that's the big difference, right? That was one of my favorite chapters in the book, the one on needs. And I was curious about your differentiating needs for values. And what would you say was one need that people should be thinking about, but maybe they're not? One need. I would say the need for growth. Everyone's saying, okay, I'm supposed to go retire relax on a beach somewhere and go on the golf courses and do that or sail on a boat in the Caribbean. No, maybe for a week or two, but you're going to get bored real fast and you're going to need something else. And you have to figure out what that is. So you'll be happy. That's the problem, Joe. A lot of people don't know that or they've forgotten what makes them happy. And that's where we have to re-explore this, get back and even make a list. Okay. These are things that will make me happy. I should do more of that stuff, right? What I'm starting to really focus on, and I talked about it in the book, is this concept of future self. Yes. Mm -hmm. What I like to do is think about what do I want to be doing in five and 10 years and really be specific about it and then work back, reverse engineer from there to put the things in place to get me there. So one of the things I want is to be really healthy. Well, I worked on that and I'm pretty well there. So that's one thing I ticked up. I want to have interesting work to do. Now, it doesn't have to be paid work. It can be just volunteer work, but that's important to me. 
So then I have to put things in place that will get me there. And one way of doing that was giving away a book for free that would help people. So these are my drivers. They're so important to me. And I thought about, okay, I'll be happy when I get here and I need to do these things. And then when I get there, I know me. I'm going to say, okay, I need to do something else. I need another future self. And then I'm going to work towards that. And hopefully it never stops. We just keep evolving, having fun. And for those listening, there's a link to the book, which you can get for free downloading in the show notes. You sound like a retirement rebel. And you've got a jacket with that. (laughs) (laughs) But one subtitle that jumped out to me in reading your book was this one. Why retirees need to learn to fly again. So how can people learn to re-engage their adventure mode? Well, a lot of people struggle with this. And I did, too, because we've had these, well, in my case, a fake persona for so many years. I worked in the corporate world. I was a banker. I didn't really like being a banker, but that was my job. That was my role. That was my identity. And in order to earn that paycheck and pay down my mortgage, I had to be a good banker. So when I left banking behind, all of a sudden, I had to get back to the real me. And it was hard to figure out who that was after so many years of working in the bank. And then I said, okay, I get it. I know what I like. I know what I want to do. And then it was, okay, how do I open my mind so I'm not playing safe? That I'm not worried about what my boss thinks and all that nonsense anymore. And I want to be more childlike. I want to have a beginner's mindset where I don't care. If I fail, I want to try different things. And if I fail, so what? I'll just go try something else too. Just like Iron Man, if I don't make the finishing line, it's okay. I'll go try something else, but I got my health back. So I'm happy. And I always think, have you ever watched uh, children sing? I love watching my my sister-in-law's young kids. They have no fear at all, Joe. They just wail away. They could be the worst singers ever. But they have fun and they don't care and they just enjoy themselves. And I enjoy watching that, that I don't care attitude. I don't care what others think about me. Failing's not even an option because it doesn't matter to me. I'm just having fun. And that's, that's the mindset we need to bring back. And that's when life is really good when you think like that. So and that's how I live. I'm going to pass on the opportunity to sing right now. But <laughs> so wide. <laughs> but I appreciate your points. So for some people, retirement these days includes continuing work in some way on their own terms. What's the connection you see between work, purpose, and longevity? Well, I believe that work, the right kind of work, work that you love to do, could be a, like a fountain of youth to you, a source of longevity, a source of happiness and The happiness, longevity connection is very powerful. And so what you want to do is is you want to find or create work that you love to do. And either it can be paid work or unpaid work, but it gives you a real good reason to get out of bed in the morning, something to look forward to. Like when we used to early in our working years, that's how we felt. And then it changed. And now we can get back to doing that thing. So like I said, I, I love to help a lot of people. And I get excited about project. I'm working on this new book project. I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning. I don't set the alarm. It's just I get excited and I get out of bed and I have all these ideas. I'm sure it was 
a similar one when you were writing your book too. It's exciting. It's new. It's fresh. And you feel good because you know your work is going to help people. That's what we're all after, right? So Red Travis, for me, as a coach, I always work with people to help them get out of their comfort zone. And for me, writing a book was a big step out of my comfort zone. Oh, same for me. Same for me. I did it three times, Joe. <laughs> I got banged up a lot. Well, you're at the next level a lot of things. So you've got the three books and then Iron Man. So these are these are next level pursuits. You don't you don't mess around. Well, this is a big year for me on getting out of my comfort zone. But when do you see what I have planned for next year? <laughs> this is just a warm-up. So last question if we could, and I think this is an important one for people to think about because I don't think it's it's always on their mind. When should people begin to prepare for retirement? Well, I think this is so important because you want to get this thing right. It takes time. You need to educate yourself. I'm telling people three to five years before they retire. And I'm practicing this with my wife. She's an investment advisor. And what I do is I I come in, I talk to her clients that are approaching retirement. I give them uh, copies of my books to read, have them do their homework. And then the fun part for me is doing the retirement lifestyle design with them. Mm-hmm. I can't give them the answers, but I can coach them and motivate them to start thinking big picture and really go deep into it and then come up with some great plan for themselves. And they get really excited because now they know what they're retiring to. Yes. And then what we need to do is we take that lifestyle plan. We go back to my wife and say, OK, here it is. And we've costed it out. And I'm just going to pull a number out. Say it's 60000 after tax. Do we have enough money? And she crunched the numbers. She's happy because she has something to work towards. She crunches the numbers and she comes back and says, you have enough. You should see the eyes. They just light up. That's the first time I ever heard it. And they really connected because here's my true lifestyle cost in retirement. She told me I have enough. Life is good. I can focus on the fun part now and I don't lose sleep at night worrying about money anymore. So it really works out well, but it takes time. It really takes time to do it right. And that's why we need to sit down and be patient with it, but keep working towards that goal of figuring out your lifestyle plan. And that's one of my missions this going forward is convince the financial services industry to do this type of work for their clients. And if they're too busy to do it, bring in retirement coaches to assist. I think that's so important. I think you're you're going to see the growth in that industry and it's going to benefit the clients because at the end of the day, and I won't tell my wife this, these advisors are making a fair return off their clients. They have to give value back. And this is a great value add. So it's, it's so important. I'm going to try to convince advisor by advisor to adopt this new approach because I really believe in it. Right? Now, having said that, my wife won't pay me for doing this work with her clients. <laughs> well said, though. And I think it does add very important dimension to the whole, whole process. Oh, I for sure. Really appreciate your book. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you again. And thanks for sharing what you're doing for free with people. And again, there's a link to the book in the show notes. Thanks again, Mike. Oh, yes. I'll talk to you about that later. <laughs> It's time for takeaways, three short ideas you might consider adding to your to-do list following this podcast conversation. Number one, are your beliefs out of date? Sometimes we don't think about 
how we think about retirement. It might be based on other people's experiences, other ideas, or just the old model. How are you envisioning retirement? Are, they in, are your beliefs in sync with what is possible today? Number two, what would your future self say about your plans for retirement? Fast forward five, 10 years, what would your future self say to you about the life that you want to live and how you're living today? Get a clear picture of what that is and think about the things that are most important to you. What are those key building blocks? And size the gap between where you are today and where you want to be five years out. Number three, re-engage adventure mode. This is a big one that Mike talked about in terms of taking a look at what are the things that really do make you happy? What is what are those things that give you fun? I use a tool in the designing your life coaching process that I'm trained in that is a dashboard that asks people just to fill out where they are from zero to 100 on four dimensions of life, work, health, relationships, and the last one, play. The play one is always most often the lowest. And then when people do it, the exercise again, picturing where they want to be five years out, play comes up pretty high. So where's the gap? What are the things that you could do in that space to re-engage your adventure mode? Thanks for listening to Retirement Wisdom Podcast. Our mission is to help people retire smarter by envisioning and creating the life that you've worked so hard to earn. You can see all of our episodes at a glance at our website, retirementwisdom.com. It's a free retirement school. You can get a glance at all of the great topics and outstanding guests we've had over the last five seasons and take your plans a step further. Just one more thing before you take off. Is it time to design your new life after you graduate from the world of full-time work? Go to retirementwisdom.com and schedule a call today with Joe Casey. Working with an experienced coach like Joe can help you explore new possibilities and gain clarity on your future. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Wisdom Podcast. See you next week. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.